Welcome. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Heavens. You didn't is, know. Is this, epi- is this episode four already? It's episode four already. Damn. Not crazy. That's kind of tight. I know. Well, and I mean, we're here. We're here. We are here for sure. And so this is going to be a little bit of a, of a kind of um, pre-roll on episode four because um, those who listen to episode three will know that um, there was a topic that was brought up by yours truly. Um, which had to do with a, a mixture of of two, I think, pretty universally liked. Um, Not together. He, he won't even let me finish. <laughs> but anyway, I mentioned that I, when I was growing up and still to this day, enjoy eating a mixture of peanut butter and mayonnaise. On t- I know, sounding weird. Just work, bear with me here. Work with me. A, a pe- peanut butter and mayonnaise. On, on a banana, okay? Shu was disgusted by it. Most of you listeners were, which I understand. I, I feel you. Um, a lot of people consp- said, I won't eat it the same reason that I won't eat a poop sandwich, stuff like that. <laughs> I think we know a poop sandwich wouldn't be good, but a lot of people may not know that this would be good. So um, Shu has agreed. Uh, opened his brain a little bit, a little bit. He's agreed to try it. And he'll be able to tell himself down the line, he'll be like, yeah, Dwight is a fucking lunatic. This was disgusting. Or he'll be like, I see, I see what we're talking about here. Give me okay. The, give so me, I have a prepared plate. plate of a bunch of little um, cubed bananas and, and my mixture for him to try. Sorry, my mic was moving. Um, that was a weird and uh, for those watching the video, this is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And she's going to try it now. I'm handing that, it to him. Give me that damn thing. Enjoy. Can I get anything else for you? Uh, yeah, nice fat beer. Um, so, all right, guys. Right now I'm holding a plate of uh, bananas with little hats of peanut butter and mayo. And now I did, when Dwight said this, it made me want to barf. So, And I know many of you, it made you want to do the same. A lot of, lot of, lot of people saying Dwight was insane. So mm-hmm. without further ado... We're going to try it. I don't want to eat. Until no, later. do it. They want to hear your back of your throat. Yes. I fucking knew it. The, the thing is, it just tastes like peanut butter. Until, why, you why put it, until you put it side by side, there's a tanginess in it that it wouldn't normally have. A nice, it adds some salt factor. It adds a little bit of, a, it adds more creaminess. It's also easier to spread. If you notice, it's, it's like drippier. It is drippier, yeah. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a thinner, <laughs> it's a thinner topping. I think people wanted us to record this on video because they thought I was going to lose my mind. Yeah, but they were, it's actually kind of good. It's good. <laughs> I kind of hate that I like it. <laughs> I love is, it, but I also was okay if you had hated it. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll share some. The thing is, is that I would never make that on my own. Okay. I would never go out of my way to add mayo mm-hmm. into peanut butter. I would just eat the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I also wouldn't eat peanut butter on bananas. And I, I don't know why. Oh, okay. I, that's just my thing. I don't really fuck with that. Like, You know who's a big just uh, a banana, banana peanut butter face. guy? Who's that? Tiger Woods eats a banana peanut butter sandwich before every round. Fuck Tiger Woods. Why? I don't know. You don't know. Cause okay, because he's, he's a cheater. Because <laughs> I'm a cheater. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I'm 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 invigorated because I've been wrong for three full episodes. <laughs> yeah, you have been wrong, <laughs> with everything yeah. uh, as far as viewers and you are concerned. I'm impressed. Listeners. Thanks. I'm uh, I, 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 I humbly accept your impression, but I also know that it probably still isn't for everybody. I do. I will say I was way against it. If you feel like making the mixture and you want to take the time to really see it's and here's the thing. I am such a bitch when it comes to food. Like if I'm like, I'm so picky and uh, I would eat it again. If Dwight made that, I would be like, yeah, I'll have some. So if you feel like making it, I would try it. If you don't, I, I totally understand because I would never make it for myself right. and try it. Right, because that I think, and don't let me put words into your mouth, but what I'm taking from what you just said is that you just don't feel like putting the effort in to do it. It's not because Hell you no. don't like the taste. It's just because you just don't feel like doing it and you would just have peanut butter 
this also, what I made it with was organic peanut butter. It wasn't like skippy, so it didn't have all the added sugars and salts and oh. stuff. So it actually, they 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 complement each other a little better. I know I think I'm, I sound like some pretentious like master chef guy talking about complimenting flavors with this piece yeah, of what shit would, connection. What would Gordon Ramsay say about this? He'd probably, well, he'd probably turn it into like a much, like a puree of some sort with bananas there's in a it whole, or something and just drizzle it over like a piece of pork. Well, there's a whole, there's a whole, there's a whole like series of him online now that's like him viewing other people's recipes yeah. and him losing his fucking right, mind yeah. about it. So. so maybe I should bring that forward. I don't know where this came from. My mom made it for me when I was a tyke. I immediately have a stomach ache though. Well, I, bananas give me a stomach stomach ache on their own. So, but I like the taste of them, so I put up with it. I feel like I'm instantly going to poop my pants. Do you? Yeah. Well, I mean, potassium for days. Okay. So anyway, that was fun for me. It was it was nice to see you uh, open your mind and 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 try something that you originally thought you weren't going to like. And yeah, I really thought that I was going to fucking hate it. Right. But right. And that's great. fine. I mean, I'm I'm psyched that now you know about it, and I you probably will never have it again. But that. Uh, this was enough for unless me, you, unless you make it unless, unless I make it right yeah. okay so anyway this is oh copy that oh copy that What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Oh Copy That. We've got a special episode for you guys today. This is uh, the first time that we are going to be having uh, a guest on. Ooh, a guest? Yeah, a guest. A longtime friend of mine, a uh, friend of Dwight's, co-worker. Um, I've known this man since I was in eighth grade. Wow. So Actually, what, what age were you then? 14? Is that 14? Dude, like 12. 12. Yeah. Like I've known got Zach it. since I was 12. We have we were you know friends on and off, and then we were in a band together. And so... Um, you know, without further ado, here's Zachy F. Zach Fulton. Hey, how are you? Yeah, what's up, Zach? I sound like so unamused, but I actually am loving this because I'm a huge podcast listener in general, but also just a huge fan of the show. So I'm really excited to oh, actually get to watch the episode happening like right in front of my eyes. It's like I'm watching a, a child be born right in front yeah. of my eyes and long time listener first time caller yeah so are, are you talking time, about that that, that feeling caller. where you want to look away but you can't like a exactly. car crash kind of like that's a, what you're thinking actually i almost got into a car crash today car crossed oh. over the two lines and uh i wasn't able to catch who it was but i can guess that it was an older person i would a definitely blind, guess it was that a blind dog it was probably a blind dog driving a mercury sable crossing was the it double Mercury yellow Sable? line and i'm just I was like, about to say was it a buick because yeah, it, it I, could have been any of those brands that are only purchased by people over 65 so an 89 um, lebaron yeah. perhaps yeah yeah the type of vehicle that just you know doesn't age well at all so yeah exactly yeah. like an old ford taurus yeah um but yeah so i i didn't actually say well you know more, a little bit more about zach uh but zach has been the road manager for the band The Struts for about five years. Uh, Zach and I have done a bunch of tours together. He's a road manager. He's a merchandise manager. And, um, you know, we brought Zach on because, you know, he's a good friend of ours. And we wanted to talk a little bit about his time, uh, his downtime actually during COVID, uh, you know, that we've all, that everybody in the music industry has been having. And also to have a couple laughs. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I know Zach is always good for a couple laughs. So, hey, I'm good for Zach. It. What do you think? Would you try? Uh, mayo, peanut butter, and bananas. If I, would, I presented it to you, I would definitely try it. Um, first of all, I would probably put it on bread. Uh, just a little spoiler alert: it was not on bread. Just in case you were just eating like these little, like quarter-sized nuggets. nuggets of banana with peanut butter and mayo mixed on top of them, which yep. sounds disgusting. But um, I would probably <laughs> put it on up. bread. But I think my favorite part of the whole thing, because I got to watch that intro portion of the episode i think my favorite part of the whole thing was just that dwight you mentioned that uh bananas give you an upset stomach and Mm -hmm. it just seems ridiculous to me that you would have something that you wanted to pitch to sean something that you eat all the time that Mm -hmm. gives you an upset stomach like why would you eat something that gives you an upset stomach it just makes Um, absolutely no sense that you know gives you an upset stomach it's like you, it's like you are lactose intolerant but you decide to eat a big bowl of ice cream like you're like what am i doing Um, great great question and i'll follow with a even better answer the same reason that you eat 38 wings instead of the 12 that that won't make you sick 
Oh, because you just like you just I just like love the, it too. You much. love the you're flavor. You're glutton for you punishment, is what you're saying. Go ahead. I, I don't mean, even I, know if it's I, that. Let's shoot. Can I you help me out that. here? Like, I'll go into Hooters, and I know Hooters. I'm a sucker for Hooters wings. Shout out Hooters. Of but like, literally, I will go in knowing very well that I will have many issues the next day, and I will crush as many as I possibly can, especially on all you can eat wing night, which is a sick. I've known lacto- lactose intolerant folks who will ignore their intolerance and eat I do Ben too. and Jerry's. I do too. Yeah. So do you, think they hate, do you think they hate themselves? Is that really like, is that like, I mean, a, I'm sure there's a level to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like that you're level. mad at yourself for something that you did earlier in life, some past trauma and you're just deciding, you know what, I'm going to eat so much fiery food that I know tomorrow is going to make my ass Mount Vesuvius. Just like reverse Pompeii and like all those people, all those people are in there and they're like made of ash because those turned, poor villagers of Pompeii, <laughs> they're made of ash and they're in the toilet at this yeah, point. Ash and Ketchum. Yeah. Ash Ketchum. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Dwight, I would try it just for you because I love you and I'm oh. a, and I'm a, I'm a big person who trusts in what you have to say, but in general, How about this, I would rather die than eat that sort of Crappie. shenanigans. What if I had asked you that before you witnessed shoes experience? Uh, I would have been way less apt to do it because right. I do know that Sean is pretty picky about food. And so if mm-hmm. he was cool with it, I know that it probably tastes okay, but just mentally I'm not all right with mayo mixed in. the. Peanut. I've got friends who I, I have a, a good friend of mine, an old friend. Um, his name's Ben. And uh, if Pretty much like if ranch dressing is in the room with ben him, ripping. if ranch dressing is in the room with him on command, like Steve-O, he's puking. Really? Like without failure. I feel like that every time uh, I'm with Zach and Zach decides to eat a uh, a bowl of cottage cheese. Yeah. I was going to mm. say cottage cheese is always my number one. Like Fucking that heinous. grosses people out. I, like I don't, I don't know. Too. I don't know why that is. It, maybe it's like a. It's the it's the curdled cheese factor, probably that people yeah, aren't. Yeah, and it's about. and it's a nature versus nurture thing because I think that people who ate it as kids and they grew up on it, totally. they like it. Yep. Sean, you obviously didn't eat it as a kid, but you Hell must have something. No. You must have something yourself that like you eat that other people just don't like. What is it? Yeah. It's got there's yeah that sounds like, gross to other yeah. people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really know right now. Like, I mean, I know that when I was a kid. And I brought this up to Dwight the other day. My mom used to make uh, something weird, which was fried kick cereal. Like she would take kicks and she'd fry them up in a pan and just put salt on them. And they were good. It's just like the most white trash snack ever. And it was so Sounds like is. a carnival yeah. snack. Like your mom like moonlit as a carnival. But a worse oh, version of it. Like, like like she didn't get the right recipe. Like they were supposed to drizzle like a marshmallow on top or something. And no, but you told me also the other day, you said she uses just cooking oil. She doesn't use butter. <laughs> I don't know that for a fact. I, I'm, I think oil. I'm guessing to be honest. I'll have to ask her. But, um, but I did grow up eating and uh, some people like this some people don't but i grew up eating just like shit food like i had velveta shells and cheese clam chowder and hot dogs it was like the three things that i always ate three main just, food groups you're saying three main the three food main groups. groups yeah the yeah. triangle and, uh, and the this, pyramid there and this is also controversial like almost i think it was every christmas but i've turned it into every holiday now like any holiday i'll just make i make my own pizza i hate holiday food like i fucking hate Thanksgiving. Thank, I hate Thanksgiving. I fucking hate Thanksgiving. Your pizzas I are hate fire, turkey. by the way. Your pizzas are Thank fire. you. I appreciate They're that. Fire. Homemade sauce. What's up? Yeah. Um, but I fucking hate cranberry sauce. I hate stuffing. I hate fucking ham. All that shit can go home. Just give me a fucking pizza and that's it. So I make pizza every holiday. Hey, shoot. Do you, have you had pizza before? Do you like pizza? <laughs> Like the whole last the episode is about pizza. Yeah, I know. This Every whole day of my life. About pizza. It's just like Every first, day of my first life. couple episodes are about the toilet, and then the next few right. episodes are about pizza. But before, At some point, the, the, you guys the part will before the toilet. Yeah. What's well, no, the we've done thing? we've done we've done the the toilet episode. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm talking about like you do pre toilet, which is pizza toilet, and then maybe after toilet, we'll have a episode about after. Yeah, after toilet. toilet. Yeah, Once you're walking it's out, a natural progression here going on. It sure is. One thing that I wanted to ask while we got you on, Zach, is what do you think? is the worst thing that's happened to you at a gig, like at a show, you're at a show and something bad happened. It could be show related. It could be off show related. Something that's happened to you during a day on tour. That's like, that's happened that you think might be the worst thing ever. I, while you're thinking, I'll give you mine. Mine was when you and I did that show with the struts 
we did Aaron style in like 2016. I know. And I woke up and my, my kidneys hurt really bad. And uh, I remember I was drinking a ton of water because I was like, dude, my kidneys hurt. I thought I was like having kidney failure. And we had just done sound check. And we were playing first that day. So we were like 30 minutes out from show. And I go to the porta potty and I immediately start pissing blood. Yes. And like yes. dark red blood. And I almost faint. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. And I go back to you and I'm like, dude, I have to go to the emergency room. And you're like, why? And <laughs> I go, I just pissed blood. And you're like, oh, dude. I do that all the time. It's not a big deal. I was literally going to say that. I was like, I can't even use my own pissing blood because it's happened to me so many times. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, like, like, it's all good, dude. Like, you go to the emergency room later, bro. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, you're like, dude, you got to just wait until after the show. I'm like, I was literally, I was going to say, like, it's literally like, I'm like, your kidneys will sort themselves out, dude. They're fine. Like your kidneys are fine. Yeah, let God sort it out. Yeah, let God sort it out. I remember we did the show and then I left and I spent... 14 hours in the emergency room waiting because I didn't have health insurance. No, no walk-in clinic would take me. I bet they told you too. They were probably just like, you're fine. It's all good. No, they literally go, well, it might be a kidney infection. It might be a bladder infection, might be a bunch of things. So they just gave me like this insane amount of antibiotics. They gave me like a Z pack. They gave me, um, some other like long-term like seven or eight day, like thing that I had to take like three times a day. And then they took uh, a needle that was like maybe eight inches long and they numbed my abdomen and they injected it into my abdomen with like this jelly. And thankfully they numbed my abdomen a little bit so I couldn't feel it, but I could feel the jelly just pressuring into my body and it was awful. I felt like aliens were attacking my body. That was the worst thing that's ever happened to me on a gig. I I just want to comment on one thing. I just want to comment on the fact that medical care, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe there's a lot of medical professionals who listen to the podcast, but medical care so. just feels like one of those things where you just fucking throw shit at the wall and you see what sticks. They give you a bunch of shit and you take it all and you either die or you fucking get better. And that's it. Like every time I've ever that's been true. to the doctor, which hasn't been that much in my life, but every time I've ever been to the doctor, they're just like, we're really not sure what it is. I don't think I've ever been to the fucking doctor and they've known what's wrong with me. That's and, true. and I I'm- feel like that's everyone. Every time people go to the doctor, they go, yeah, they don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. I'm like, dude, nobody ever knows what the fuck is wrong with me. They think it's high cholesterol. Yeah. I'm pissing blood. They say I have high blood pressure. It's like, what the (laughs) fuck does that have to do with the fact that I just shit a goblin out of my ass? Like, I don't understand what the logic is there. Like, but anyways, I, you know, I don't want to shit talk health professionals. They've, they've, you know, they're keeping everybody alive during all this shit. But it's just, it's crazy to me to hear that and to think like, that's exactly my experience with the doctor or the hospital as well. Like, yeah, we're not really yeah. sure what's wrong with you, but we're going to inject you with this fucking like fake, like Halloween style, uh, you know, syringe full of goop. And we're going to see what happens. Like, it's almost like a joke. They're just like, yeah, you're pissed. Pissing yeah. blood might be COVID. Well, yeah, yeah, because they need, yeah, to, they need to have a reason to charge you your copay. That's if you true. walk in and walk out and they go, nothing we can do. And there's nothing. Instead, they go, well, we could put some of this. Jello. Yeah, they're like, they're like, would you like got lime or cherry the, or whatever? We'll throw it into your spine. Yeah, they're like, we've got some stuff in like the broom closet that we would mm-hmm. be super stoked to inject in you. We want to give drain, this. A, drain we've them. been actually wanting drain to do them. this. We've been wanting to do this for a while, so we were actually stoked you came in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've been needing to get rid yeah. of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yo, oh Candace, God. come in. We're about to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone's standing around. They're like yeah. so stoked. Nobody yeah. has masks yeah. on or anything. Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. He wants lime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, oh, but, he's uh, getting the broom handle. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, I, listening to your story makes me think about like some of just the crazy days that I've had on tour, and some of like just the amazing amazingly dumb experiences that I've had most of the time. My bad days have been after shows and it's been uh, normally when we decide that uh, we've had a long two to three days of working hard and uh, we're going to go out to the bar after the afterwards and we're going to have a little roadie Friday. You know, I've had a few experiences, um, you know, and hopefully this kind of falls under that uh, same, uh, the same type of umbrella there of, of pure shit. But I've had a, I've had a few days where, uh, you know, where I've decided to get so drunk that when I go back to my hotel room, I, I get up to use the bathroom and zombie walk my way into the hallway instead of the bathroom, locking the door behind me while B 
being essentially completely naked, naked and having to go to the front desk, uh, you know, in my skibbies, uh, as you would, mm-hmm. um, in my chonies, as Sean would say, uh, and, and, and try to explain to them that I'm a drunk 30 year old man in my underwear with no shirt on, uh, asking to be escorted back to my room and let back in without an identification card or without anything really. You During know, the story, didn't you almost pee your pants as well? You oh, I like, was. I, I did piss my pants and was in the process of pissing my pants uh, during the whole thing. I was running through the hallways, so <laughs> drunk, so tired. Just pieces no, of pee just and flying I'm, all and over I, the and place. I'm, piss, I'm in the process of pissing my pants. I, I was actually, I had run into the employee section of the hotel. So I was running through. I'm seeing, I don't even know if this was real, to be honest. This may be, have been a dream. It might be a dream, yeah. It sounds so insane while I'm actually saying it. But yeah, I was just running through the hallways, uh, you know, looking for any sort of place where I could uh, urinate without being arrested. And and yeah, I was just peeing my pants uh, at the same time. And, and then after that, after that was done, if that wasn't embarrassing enough, I had to go to the front desk and explain to this, you know, young person at the front desk that I'm not a, a psychotic homeless mm. person <laughs> that needs to be let back into my room. And I've got yeah. pee pee, I've got pee pee underwear on. And, yeah. I've, you know, it's just, it's a disaster. It was just a disaster. You know, I've also had those experiences where, uh, you know, you Uber uh, to a bar and then, you know, you Uber back and you just decide that it would be a good idea to fall asleep in the car and, and wake up vomiting all over the back of the Uber and have them you know, pull over and leave you on the side of the road with a dead phone and no way to get back and no, and no understanding of where you are. Uh, you know, yeah. you know, you're in the middle of Cincinnati, you know, and, and you, and you, you could don't be, know. you could be four blocks from your own home. Oh, you could be, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. It's one, of, it's one of those things that you, it doesn't matter where you are. You could no. be anywhere in the world, but you don't know where, you don't know where you are. You don't know where. Yeah. No. And uh, yeah, so I've had a few of those bad days, but to be honest, the majority of days out on the road, man, what do they say? What's that? What's that phrase? Like your best day at home is definitely not even as good as your worst day out on the road. That is so true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's true. And, and, you know, working in the business that we do, um, uh, we've kind of, there's been this kind of roller coaster of, of kind of opinion about, um, the stability of, of entertainment industry and stuff like that. Um, especially surrounding this year. Um, I want to stick on that point about, um, most of your days being, your favorite days and not having this overwhelming amount of, uh, bad stories. But I did want to touch on how before COVID, um, choosing my career, um, working in live music, the, the first thing I thought was that like, what a stable industry to be in because no one wants to stop going to live music. Like, like even if technology catches up and you know, as it has, and people are making more music from home, people still want to pack into a theater and watch that person perform it on top of a raised stage. And they want to pack, you know, and that pretty much doesn't, I I don't think that that has an expiration date. And I said that to a lot of people being like, Oh wow, you're in the music industry. That's an interesting path. And I was like, yeah, well, absolutely. But I, it's an indestructible industry. It's It's an an indestructible indestructible industry. And then March 1st or whatever happened this year and everything crumbled. Um, we're not the only industry that crumbled. Um, but we, we certainly, it, it happened with, with some, with force, you know, people who are out on the road, I think you, you two may have both been out at, at, you know, when things started to shut down and you were essentially sent home, I was lucky enough to have been in between tours. So I was already home and it was more just like, Oh, that's too bad. I won't be going to the next tour that I have planned. Um, so, uh, so that's what, in my opinion, that's my experience of like how this, has affected us in, in a little more of a unique way, considering the fact that this industry really is, uh, it's it, on the surface on paper, it seems indestructible. It seems, it seems ironclad, but then this kind of thing happens and it fucks our shit up. I always thought that literally like while touring that it, it was in exactly what you said, an indestructible industry. Like people are always going to want to go to show. Yeah. And then I never in my wildest dreams thought that like a virus None would come did. in and be like, well, nope. Yeah. Got to stay home. Yeah. Like I just never thought and that. And the crazy thing is, and again, this is going to sound like a comparison and some kind of like, oh, boohoo us. But it's not like it, like it 
they reeled it back a little bit. And that was, and like there were fewer tours. It went from all of the tours to none of the tours. In yeah, we one went from 100%. Afternoon. We went from 100%, 100% yeah. to 0%. To zero, like, in mean, an afternoon, zero rather than like over the course of a week, it's like, oh, maybe this is dangerous. This next theater, they're only going to let 50% of people. Instead, it was like, sorry, bro, Hope here's your plane ticket home. There's a couple aspects to it that I think are really interesting, You know, not to be like negative or depressing at all, because I think that the one thing that I've learned from being off the road is how much I love being on the road. Like there are some days when you're out there and you're doing your job. And I think that this kind of uh, pertains to everybody who has a job. You always have your good days and your bad days. But I think that the one thing that I've really recognized from being off the road is how much I miss that uh, camaraderie and that level of companionship that I have when I'm out on the road and and when I'm for with sure. these people who I really respect yeah. and love and work with every day and have for the last five years, mm-hmm. that you, when you don't have that, you feel like so like yeah. almost empty. It's really empty. a difficult empty. situation for to be me, dealing with, you know? Yeah. For me, it's an, it's, it's, it's the lack of being, um, busy. Uh, no expected to do something like I need exactly. to be schedule. I need an obligation. I need yeah. something that someone else is waiting for me. He to needs do, master or, tour. or is expecting me to do. It's master tour. Like yeah, I exactly. need that master yeah, tour. Essentially, baby. yeah. And I mean, and a lot of people relate, you know, touring to like obviously minus minus the brunt of the danger, but to being in the military where it's like it's like it's to the minute you have a plan. Very someone precise. else has has decided how your life is going to be. So Yo, you can just kind of business, let go. That's a business opportunity that's been left em- that's been uh you know, that's, that hasn't been taken advantage of yet. And that is, uh, we build master tour schedules for people during COVID and we schedule out their days to go to the gym oh, and yeah, cook yeah, lunch yeah, and shit yeah. and what they're going to make a good and idea, everything yeah. like that. And I've seen you, some memes and you can where they, and you can pay them to, uh, you can pay us to build you a master tour schedule and to set up your days so that you feel like you have somebody telling yeah. you what to do. Because you're so fucking bored that <laughs> you just can't yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, it's hard enough. Like if you're in, if you're touring with the same artist, you know, like Zach, like you've been doing for five years, it's like where you're like, okay, you're gone for six months and then you have a month off and you're like, it's hard enough to deal with that month and be like, well, I just want to go back. I was like, this Total. has now been five, six months yeah. and everyone's just losing their fucking minds. But, um, but Zach, you actually, you just did. Uh, like a month ago, right? You did mm-hmm. the Struts did two drive-in shows. Yeah. How, so how, how was tell us about that? Yeah, it was honestly it was an incredible experience to actually see um, these sort of unique uh, experience kind of live music events come to life. And and I can't I can't even say enough like how well the guys who are you know not to like gas up my own crew, but like the guys who are on our crew did to not only like take it seriously when it comes to the health precautions, but also to just be so on point and be so locked in, even though we haven't been on the road, because it's like one and of those things different, like a different gig too. So yeah. it's like, it's a learning curve. You're out of practice. You're rusty. Like you haven't been out there, but, but our guys, man, they really came in there with like such a cool head on their shoulders. They knew exactly what they needed to do when it came to the health requirements and being safe. People wore their masks. And honestly, the fans did such an incredible job, too, of being respectful of the artists and right. staying in their in their respective areas. And and that's the way that like they're going to be able to get live music to come back. It's going to take yeah. a little bit of compromise from the artists. It's going to take a little bit of compromise from the crews. And it's going to take a little bit of compromise from the fans. We're not just going to be able to pile back into a venue and just rip no. again. Like, it's just not uh, yeah. going to happen. Like, yeah. I hate to say it, and I friggin' wish that we could, but at the end of the day, it's going to take compromise from everybody to try to get this thing, you know, to get this train moving. We had a freight train, and that shit was cooking at 100 miles an hour. And you yeah. know what? It's like we haven't had this situation. Like, indestructible industry is a great way to describe the music industry up until now. We could. My favorite phrase is, we could be at war and we're still having concerts. And that's yeah. the truth. Like, we had been an indestructible industry for what, 20 years, 30 years. I mean, like the music industry is just constantly getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know what? It's like you, you come into this and you're like, wow. And it's not only us. That was the thing. Like Broadway shut down. You know, the cruise ship industry is shut down. The entertainment industry is general. 
the movie theater industry is completely ravaged. They're not making any money, even though they've reopened, quote unquote, they're not releasing movies. The next new right. big release isn't coming out until early November. Like, are they open there in Nashville? Because the movie theaters are open here. Hell in yeah. They're open here, but there's only like three movies in the theater and they're showing them like 50 times a day. It's like, <laughs> what is the fucking point of this? Like, right. You know, so it's like, it's just one of those things to me that there are a lot of industries that have been hurt. And I think that it's really, really hard for a lot of different people. And and our our small little kind of grain of sand you know, that we live in that we're, that is so important to us in the music industry and being crew guys is, or crew gals is, you know, it's a microcosm of everything else that's going on in the world, but it really is so important to us. You know, like it is, you know, I, I talked to my crew guys this morning and, or, you know, like the whole struts crew, we had like a zoom call, which I think is, you know, it just kind of came out of nowhere. They hit me up this morning and they were like, let's hop on a zoom and catch up. We did that for 15, 20 minutes. And honestly, it just put me in the right mind, the right mindset yeah, for the whole boy, day. Mr. Boys. Dude, because it is, it, it, everybody's feeling this way. You know, I right. know that this isn't a mu- you know, necessarily a music industry podcast, but it's like, dude, everybody is feeling the same way. That sort of isolation, that sort of like kind of bummed out feeling that you're not with your boys or your gals and you're not out there on the road or you're not doing the thing that makes you feel that purpose. Everybody's feeling that way, man. It's, yeah, you're missing your you're missing your family, man, because it's like the bonds that you create out there are, are, you know, you'll have those relationships for years, you know, yeah. and and you know you're not going to forget those people. I do have a quick question. I know Dwight wants to say something, but oh yeah, uh, going back to the driving concerts, did you guys have PA there? Did you guys have a like a yeah? System? So the first the first show we did was a um, just strictly an FM transmit show. Um, yeah, see, that's what I've heard they were doing. Yeah, well, I heard, the, that, I heard that didn't sound very well. Not for you, but yeah, for, for the yeah, for the no, no, no. I I think that it it is definitely a concern. I mean, if you if you think about it, you know, the audio coming off of a concert is much different than the audio coming off of a drive-in movie, and that's pretty yeah, much the same. Right. It's pretty much well, the same if it's on a radio there. frequency too, they're just going to lose any any Dude, real it's quality. Thin, what it's it sounds thin, like. you know, um, it's tinny. Are, was there a rule when people drove in that they couldn't like use their horns and stuff like that? Like, is that, was that, or, or what, like after no, every song, using, did you hear mad horns? They were using the horns as like, almost Damn. like a clapping because the crowd right. was That's so widely dispersed over this giant mm-hmm. parking lot that people are that honking, like weird. flashing their lights and shit. I'm like, damn, this is kind of, cool. I feel like I'm in fucking on Mars right now, but yeah. on the second show, it was a little bit different. It was a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit looser. And, uh, and they did have a PA, which felt more like a live concert, but also, um, allowed people a little bit more leniency to get out of their cars to maybe be a little bit more, you know, and, and could very easily have turned into a bigger health risk, uh, in comparison to the one where it was just FM transmitted and you're in your car, you're sticking out your sunroof, you know, you're listening to the music, you have to stay close. So it's, it's kind of one of those things that like, it's, it's, again, it's a compromise. It's a give and take. If you're going to have the PA, the fans have to be real willing to stay put and they have to be willing to be respectful of the, of the health hazards that we're dealing with right now, because it, you know, it's, it's serious. It's a pandemic, you know, it's a fucking pandemic. You want to, do you want to hear my horror story? It's not really a horror story and it actually isn't, particularly something that happened to me, mm-hmm. but it's something that I experienced firsthand and, um, and then uh, just by default ended up becoming involved like a part of. Uh, so we're in Colorado. I'm working for an artist and we're playing a show um, in, a, in, a, in a somewhat small theater. So um, I'm able to see all the faces of the people that are in the audience and I'm pretty close to them because I'm side stage, stage right. And um, could and you touch I'm them? Kind of being, I'm, I, could, I could touch them. And uh, did you? <laughs> Did I touch them? No, I didn't touch them. Um, so, but I was being forced almost onto the stage because of how, how small the wings were. Um, and so, uh, I'm looking at these, this audience, you know, enjoying the show. And at one point I focus in (laughs) on this poor gal who seems to be passing away. Huge mistake. Um, she starts at first, it seems (laughs) At first, it seems like, yeah, have you ever been to a show? Jesus. Um, (laughs) At first, it seems like she's just like starting to like, she's like shaking her head a little bit. She's like starting to doze. Then all of a sudden, her head goes forward and she's just out. And her husband's next to her just like, 
doing his whole thing. He's doing some rodeo dancing and stuff like that or whatever. He's, he's living and, his best life. Yeah. He's li- Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and she's dead, yeah. <laughs> you know, she's, she's, in, she's in, she in, is, it's a loss of at, life. We're, as we're down far, one. As far, if there as was far a thing that said it so, said how many days since an accident, it, it's turned to zero at this point because yeah, yeah. we have had an accident here, guys. So I, I go onto my radio and I don't think anyone else has seen it. I'm looking at the the band members and stuff like that, and they're all just they're having a great time. And I'm like, am I the only one who's who's witnessing this? Because yeah. the guy right next to her doesn't seem to really know that she seems to be like her, her spirit might be leaving. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. You're um, watching a person rest in peace. Actually. Right. And like, so I get on the radio and I'm like, and, and I, and I radio up um, to security and to, to the rest of my team. I'm like, Hey guys, there's something going on here. I don't know if it's, if it's like, you know, something that I should be commenting on at this point because like maybe that's just maybe she'll pop back up but i think there's someone dying in the audience and so they scramble everybody and all of a sudden before you know it (laughs) she's the whole audience has her she's crowd surfing she's crowd surfing they're crowd surfing her core unconscious she's unconsciously crowd surfing and they're trying to bring her to an aisle and and she's just she's just limp and so she's limp biscuit coming across. Oh, she's coming across yeah. the top, and everyone's just oh, kind of yeah, passing brother. her. Now her husband's panicking. Yeah. Okay, now he's in a. In well, a tizzy. Now, now she's gone. You Let's know keep the, the limp thing? biscuit. Let's keep the limp biscuit uh, references We're going. Still what you're playing. saying is she's rolling. She's rolling, and her she's husband rolling, is rolling. ready to break stuff. Is yeah. what you're saying. So, so uh, the band's still playing, and it's like, and it's like a, a vamp up of a bluesy tune and stuff like that, and the band is ripping, and it's actually. They're playing pretty well, and so and so, and so nothing really show. stopped. They're playing their best show. Is Nothing's what really saying. stopping, and I'm like, this is like escalating pretty quickly into like a bad situation. And so finally, finally, um, you gave your CPR. It, it, you know, we we bring up some of the house lights, and it becomes apparent that it might be time to take a quick break. Um, band comes off the stage. She gets put onto a stretcher. <laughs> this is the, this is the part. <laughs> So I'm thinking like, what a poor woman, like she's not gonna be able to see the rest of the show. She's probably going to be okay. Maybe it's a heart attack. I don't think she's actually dead. It wasn't like, by the time like paramedics made it in, it seemed like, I think she was coming too. So I realized she was okay, but she was getting sent to uh, an an ambulance. And uh, so I'm thinking like, what can we do? And so one of my buddies on the road, he was just like, he was like, maybe we can like do something for her. I was like, could we like give her like tickets to another show or something? And then I, all I could think of was to run out to the merch table and grab her a t-shirt. <laughs> so I grab her a t-shirt and I meet her while the paramedics are putting her into the, the ambulance. And I go, thank you so much for coming to the show. I hope you'll come again. She's to like, it's unconscious the wrong body. size. It's the uh, wrong size. No, I actually gave it to her husband. And I, I, say, I said, I'm so sorry this still? happened. No, she was conscious, but oh. she wasn't really reacting to anybody. But I, get, I think I actually, I like the way I like to remember is I like placed it over her body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh I did not. I, I think I just gave it, it to her course. husband. I was just, um, and then afterwards, it's just no one, everyone chose that time to like use it as intermission. And probably half the people even thought that maybe the show was done. Yeah. And so I had, so then everyone's like, how are we going to get these folks back in their seats? Um, you know, like how is everyone going to come back? Cause it was like one of those things, there was a big outdoor section behind this like theater. And so eventually I was like, I, they're like, what's going to happen? And I'm stage managing and, and, and I'm like, do I need to go out there and say something? So I go out on the mic and I go, folks, <laughs> I said oh something like God. nothing else to see here. Let's all, <laughs> let's all oh come back. Let's get the band back up on stage. And everyone loved it. Everyone was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. And then everyone piled back in lights went down and we finished the show. <laughs> but, uh, it, it certainly was, was a first for me, like wanting, I really wanted to do something nice for this lady because like she was a fan and she paid a lot of money to get to the show. And now she's like, you know, her her organs have 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 told her that she can't finish the show. I'm imagining you going out to the ambulance and you just talking to her unconscious body, being yeah. like, "I hope you enjoyed the show," and yeah. just like, "Yeah, again, draping, out, draping, draping it over." It over. And he's and shaking thought, her. He's shaking it's her. It's like a three XL, and she's like, and she's like a sixty year old. Yeah, you're yeah, like shaking sure. her. You're wake like, up, you're like, wake up, free you're like, t-shirt. Which one are you more into, the black yeah. or the white one? Like, you look like a medium, but you could be a small. Yeah, yeah. I didn't <laughs> want to offend you. And yeah. the ambulance is like, she's yeah. gone, sir. Like, sir. She's sir. gone. <laughs> the, the thing is just like the the yeah. cardiac machine. Yeah. And you're just like, well, I hope you enjoyed it. And she's just well, like, 
That's me. Do you, and then Dwight goes back and takes nice the guy. shirt. He takes the shirt back. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to bring this back to the merch table because yeah. I don't Can't lose wanna. out on the money. Yeah. 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 You can order them online. Yeah. You know. yeah. I, I thought you were going to get a quick uh, career in stand up when you said you were going to go out when there I, and start. I mean, I did jokes. go out. I, I didn't tell any jokes, but I, I, I you know. folks. Yeah. It, there were definitely, it began with folks and maybe some hands up in the air being like, come on back, you know? <laughs> Let, let's finish the show. Did you have your what I wouldn't, glasses on? What I wouldn't give no. to be a fly on the wall watching Dwight walk out on stage with the microphone. Like, you know Dwight's just shitting his pants walking out there in front of no, everybody. No, but I was cool. I was, I was CCC. I was cool, C-C-C. calm, collected. You were CCR. I, I was oh, bad you were fucking ass when I came CCR, back out there, too. No doubt. Everyone's like, damn, that dude's hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> came back out and, and made us his bitch. He, he told us all to come back come back to our, our spots. Like, zero, yeah. zero Everyone people, left the beer zero line people thought this guy's hard. Everybody yeah, saw Dwight walk out. Did you have your beard or no? Yeah. Oh, you no, did. Okay. Baby, all right. There was like, slight, Actually, I don't remember, there was like a I few, there were like a few ladies who probably had like some tingles, but like other than that, <laughs> there was definitely nobody <laughs> thinking that you were hard, yeah. you know, unlikely. Oh yeah. Yeah. But well, it makes me feel, feel better to think that people, uh, people were psyched. Yeah. yeah they probably were. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway. And if they weren't, and if they weren't really, who cares? You know, yeah, like who, who, who really Literally, knows? I would like to know how she is, and if you're out there listening, even if it's months from this recording, yeah. uh, I can I, pr- I can well. promise you that I can promise you that she's not. But she's, you know, yeah, yeah. she's. Screaming. I can say with full certainty that she's not. She's screaming at her phone. Thanks for the shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. She's listening. She's listening from she six feet under. She's I was just gonna say she's listening under, from the grave. Sure. Yeah, she's definitely under the dirt, but she can hear this telecast. You know. Uh, what like, were you we're gonna, gonna have to cut this out of the fucking podcast. That's yeah, yeah, no, not cut at all. Yep. Um, we were talking about animals before. Oh, come oh. Zach. Yeah, come on with it. Do uh, what's the scariest animal on Earth? Scariest animal on Earth. Um, yeah. and gonna... let me let me phrase it a little bit differently. If someone told you that you could either get killed by an animal tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What animal would it have to be for you to be like, kill me now? Camel spider, I would say. Uh, okay. Camel spiders. Well, camel spiders are fucked. Like, why don't you explain? Yeah, tell tell yeah. listeners who might not know who. The only the only time I've ever seen a video of a camel spider, and honestly, I don't even know if it's real, but it it just seems like it's always people who are in the military mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. overseas, uh, you know, doing their thing, fighting for our yep. freedom, and you know, and fighting for, uh, you know whatever reason they're they're over there for doing yep. their thing and for some reason you know they open a door somewhere and there's you know a spider that's like the size of a dinner plate running across the floor and you're yep. just like why why i'm already away from my family i'm over here doing the lord's work doing my thing and you yep. know what i've got to fucking now fight these like alien fucking spiders like what in what planet is this okay like why do they have yeah. to pile on even more shit onto my plate? Yeah, they usually hide. They usually hide in their boots, and so it's like they. Usually oh my get fucking bitten. lord, dude! Yeah, so it's like no when they're way. like they're they're camping out. They hide in the boots because they like dark, damp spots. That's like what's the, what's the worst place I, you can think of? Like you're gonna put a shoe on, and there's can I a share camel spider. What in I there. Know, like, what I uh, the stories I've heard about camel spiders. Yes, please. please. That they actually because a lot of these like pop ups, you know, a lot of these guys are either living in like a canvas tent or they're living in some kind of like uh, OP that like is kind of been hastily put together due to whatever resources they have available in that area or something like that. So it has a lot of ways for little critters or big critters to get in. Um, but a lot of them are sleeping in sleeping bags. And from what I've heard is that they do what shoes saying, but they hide in the sleeping bag. Oh and my God. what I understand, and maybe if you guys know this is wrong, I've, 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 I've read this a few times and I remember just being so freaked out by it. But what they do is they numb you first. They have, an, they have an injection that numbs, that can numb, like, for instance, a half of your body. So, like, they could, yeah. they can numb you from your feet to your waist. And what they do is you're they sleeping. So, they nub they you. Nibble. Uh, yeah. And they then nibble. they start eating you and you can't tell. And you're still alive and they're eating your flesh. Yeah. Have you seen the bites online? They're oh, all yeah. Looking. Yeah. It's oh essentially God. just like so. It's like a shark took a bite out of your leg. It's, it's like a night. That's so, like a nightmare. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's that that's the type of thing that like as if you, war isn't already a nightmare. Yeah, you know? that's what I mean. Like like why do we have to pile on even more? Right. Like at least See, put this in like a paradise. Like have there be a camel spider, <laughs> but it's in Australia, yeah. Cabo. You know what right. I mean? In Cabo. No, you know you, what I mean? No, like the, honestly, like what they look like because they're actually the the 
interesting part about camel spiders is is they're not technically a spider. They're technically a, a version of a scorpion. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Lord. that's what that explains. Keep it, com- the, keep the, it the, coming. The injection. Yeah. Yeah. But the other yeah, but the other thing is is they look just like. Uh, the alien from the movie Alien that pops out of the homeboy's stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. look just like... So to me, it's like, okay, we're over there fighting war, but we should also be fighting those because those are fucking aliens. Like, yeah. Yeah. somebody needs to be shooting those things in the fucking face. Starship Troopers, guns. dude. We exactly. need to, we like, need to fucking... To we need to put a campaign together, a campaign <laughs> that's fighting against camel spiders because, honestly, I don't have much to do anyways. I'd be happy to put something together and, like, you know, maybe, maybe like, kind of round up the troops... Like I would even do door to door and I would show yeah. people the spiders and I'd be like, do you want these on our planet right now? And they, and okay. honestly, who's going to say no to who's going to say, yes, I'm cool with this. They're going to be like, fuck no. What do you need me to do? And I'm going to be like, do you own a weapon? Like a gun, right. come outside, Pickaxe. we're going to so head over there and we're going to start fucking these things up. Like, so you're telling me that, um, and not that I disagree mm-hmm. that you, would rather be floating in dark waters that are uh, out of it. You cannot touch. You're floating in the ocean and you start to be stalked by sharks and that you would rather that you would rather get mauled, pulled under, you know, bitten piece by piece and left for dead or to drown by a shark. Then that's my greatest fear. Here's right. the thing. So, Here's no, the I, thing, Dwight. Yeah. Here's the thing. And I'd like to hear you, what she was. You did about. not. You did not preface that with an entire That's situation. True. You That's prefaced true. it as what animal would you want to? Uh, well, that the way they most kill afraid of. Well, what I'm saying is, feel free to throw a great white right in my front yard. I will laugh at him. Like I will <laughs> laugh at a great okay. white in my front yard. No, no, no. But if you put a pack of camel spiders in my front yard. I will. What about a pack of camel spiders while you're floating in the ocean? There'll be no other option. (laughs) Let's flip the tables. What if you have? What if someone was like, "Hey, I'm going to drop this camel spider next to you while you're floating in the ocean"? Would you be? Would you say? I would still be. I'd still be fucking freaked out. I'd still be fucking freaked out. Copy. Okay, so there's the separation. I like that. Um, Yeah. Shoo. What do you? Camel spiders on land or sea. Land or sea are no good. Yeah. Copy that. So so camel by land, two if by sea. Yeah. How do you feel about 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 sharks? Sharks, I'm terrified of, but I think. I, I mean, floating in water, like it, at night in the open alone, no life vest and shit. Like mm-hmm. that's my greatest, even with a life vest, my greatest. You're fear. saying even if there aren't sharks around. Yes, because there's oh. other things in the ocean that could fucking kill you. Mm. But yeah, it's it's pretty much any sea creature got fucking it. freaks me got out. Got it, got it, got But it. no, honestly, I think we were talking about the big the animal. The movie Anaconda fucked me up. Really? When I was a kid, because it's like watching with like- Ice Cube, right? Ice Cube is in the movie, but watching Jennifer fucking, Lopez as well. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Uh, Lou, uh, Owen Wilson. Lou Bega. And when, yeah. Lou Bega. Mambo <laughs> number Bega, five. No doubt. Um, no, but watching like um, the one dude get like squeezed to death and then like the thing eating it whole. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, that must be because you're eaten alive essentially with your bones well, broken. Yeah. Like in those things. I mean, I don't know if they're as big or if they can be as big as they were in the movie, but like. Probably not, but it, but fucking yeah. hell, man. Um, see, snakes my, in general, snakes in general okay. are sketchy. My least, yeah, sketchy. My, my answer, it, without any kind of doubt, is any type of snake. I'm not even just going <laughs> to say the ones that kill you, even the ones that don't. The Garner boys, I, you might as well kill me. So the way that I go is that, and I've said this to friends before. I would rather have a tarantula on my face than any type of snake in my hand. Honestly, if I had a tarantula on my face, I would hope that you would immediately hit me in the head with a steel bat and just, even if the tarantula (laughs) is gone, I'm, I'm a goner. I'm a goner. I'll never be the same. I'll have to go to a mental institution after that. So you're just going to have to put me down. You're just going to have to put me down. Snakes to me don't seem to belong. I'm, I'm all about, you know, they came on an asteroid. They came on an asteroid. Honestly, I'm with camel spiders. I don't like even Mm -hmm. camel spiders probably have their own way of like ridding rodents from being in the, you know, like they have like some kind of purpose, like, you know, but snakes are just like gross and (laughs) no, they don't. don't. They're gross. They either eat stuff that is like normally okay 
or they or they just freak you out and they have for some reason they have to be slimy like why do they have to be slimy well yeah that's just that's how they get around i think but and I mean, they like lose slippery, their skin they like fucking lose their yeah. skin like yeah, they get what, bigger what, I mean, like could you imagine if i was just walking around and i just thing. ditched my skin like i'm just like yeah mm-hmm. you know what like yeah. see ya snakes like, can get what roasted the fuck? guys i gotta go take a break i gotta go shed my skin yeah, yeah. you know what it, you know what let me check the time would you look at that it's about time for me to shed my skin like uh no <laughs> thanks bro like, I don't think that that's necessary by any normal being on Earth. Like, yeah. Fucking. I don't know. But I, I do think that I, I agree with, I mean, I think spiders for me yeah. over snakes. But, I mean, I am terrified of anacondas because I, I've never seen one, but I don't ever plan on seeing one. I remember I got off in Hollywood for the first time when I took the the train, the subway thing, mm-hmm. the Metro or whatever from North Hollywood to Hollywood when I was poor and I couldn't afford to, I didn't even have a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I got off at Hollywood Boulevard and I remember getting off, like walking up the stairs and this dude with a fucking giant Python literally, like, nope. I, I literally nope. like looked down and I looked up and he nope. shoved it in my face and I almost punched <gasps> him and the fucking snake. You should have. I was like, and I was like, what the fuck? And he was yeah. like, what's up, man? You want to pet my snake? No. I was like, no, fuck you, dude. Fuck yeah. you. Go right to hell. Take your snake and get hit by a car. I don't know. That's assault. Yeah. That's assault with a deadly weapon, I'd say. It sure is. I mean, is. I, 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 I put that, that sure I put, put that right in the That's level exactly. of assault with a deadly weapon. I'd put that right in the garbage can. Yeah, <laughs> I would too. I'd put I that, would I'd lock put that it whole in situation right in the garbage can. Yeah. And if yeah, that guy's yeah. listening, and if that guy's listening right now, just so you know, that's not cool, man. That's not cool. cool, Something tells me he's not listening right now. Something tells me that he he may not. You think the odds of the deceased woman who is at your show are better or worse? Probably. That she's listening. Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. These are the questions that we need answered here, people. Yeah, that's right. Well, we we have a lot of questions. Put up a poll on your Instagram, Dwight, uh, and see see who they think is listening more more likely to be listening. The deceased woman from your show or the Python guy? That's the sort of fucking content that you're looking yeah, for. That's yeah, that's A plus. This is content. the content that people need. Yeah, yeah. These are the things right. that people want to know about. Well, Zach, thank you for coming on and uh, yeah, you know shedding some light on uh, COVID concerts and all that good stuff. And we love we loved having you. Um, we love talking about your favorite animal, but I think it's time for us to go because um, I think no one wants to hear us talk about deceased people at shows and yeah and, yeah especially in this environment huh yeah, i was gonna yeah. say i'm glad i'm yeah. glad don't we go really to a show and on, i'm glad we touched on some really important topics yeah there. Uh, well well you know, we, did get, really we did get we did get earth shaking uh there. content you know i yeah. feel like we got important for we a little bit and i think that's just a tasteful amount we don't need to be that serious no we're all okay i love it we're keeping each other company we're 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 having we're doing our best to have having a couple laughs having a couple boys you boys keep crushing it you boys keep uh eating your banana peanut butter uh we mayonnaise will. sandwiches and you I guys keep uh right. keep caffeinated over there and try to uh try to keep your minds right you know all right brother well thank, thank you, you for, yeah thank you for coming on we love you as I always love you. i love you we'll, we'll see you in the ether baby we'll see goodbye. you in the ether that's goodbye. it goodbye. for oh copy that goodbye goodbye, goodbye.